What's happening, guys? This is episode 116 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Scott Sturman, Matt Deitch. What's going on? 116. 116. That's a lot of numbers. We're back here with all you dirtbags. Yep. Talk day, a little. Episode 116. Day late. Dollar yep, short. Yep. Day late. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Sunday came around Life and uh, I never really reached out to Matt and it kind of... Me and uh, me and the wife were kind of watching basketball, and uh, the wife made plans for me that I didn't really know about. And then all of a sudden, I found out about them, and I was like, "Well, actually, today's when me and Matt are supposed to record a podcast." And I could tell I wasn't going to win that argument. <laughs> so, uh, hey, here we are. It all works out. <laughs> yeah, it does. And uh, so, yeah, we apologize to uh, those of you that on Monday morning uh, went to your phones and there was no podcast there. You know what? That. It's because it was a national holiday. We're going to just deem it uh, Midwest Angler Podcast Day. That's right. That's so right. So it was a vacation day for him. Did you go to work today? <laughs> I tried not to, but I tried to use that excuse of my boss, and he said, uh, no. He wasn't buying that. <laughs> no, huh? he wasn't buying that. That's a load of crap. He's like, you said that last Friday. <laughs> said, yeah. Well, every day is. Yeah. So. I mean, when it's your podcast, you can kind of make up what day you celebrate it. That's, no doubt. That's the beauty of having a podcast up. Matt, you've been watching any NCAA basketball? You know what? I have. Have you? Yeah, I've been catching a few games here and there. Um, I enjoy the, the action this time of year. Right. Just just watching, just anything can happen. Right. So I got I to gotta ask you, you know, there has been a piss ton of, of upsets, but uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes also lost. Right, yeah. Are you all right with the upsets? Or, or I mean, you know, like, I, honestly, like, I'm – I'm an Iowa Hawkeye basketball fan. Like I, I truly, I love it, but I'm almost enjoying the upsets more. Like you know, just the thought of a number eleven seed possibly winning it, or you know, something crazy. I'm almost enjoying that more than I think I would if Iowa would, you know, make right. the Final Four. You know, there's almost times that I wish that they would get rid of like the seeding numbers. Right. You know, just yeah, just set yeah. them up, just set them up like that, and then take away the ones versus like, oh, this is a one seed versus a sixteen seed. Just put the two teams up there and be like, just okay, we're Just put all the names in a hat. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Put all the names in a hat. I mean, hey. I mean, because that's, I mean. Maybe Illinois ends up playing Gonzaga in the first round. Well, tough shit. You right, know? exactly. I mean, you, you're either going to win or you're going to lose. But Yeah, you're eventually going to have to play them sometime, and look what happened to Illinois anyways. They lost the second round, so. Right, well, and Gonzaga I mean, could lose, you know, I mean, who, they might not make the finals neither. I, right. I like that, I you know. Run what you brung, and you know, <laughs> hey guys, we're gonna we're gonna play basketball, and you know, I think that we get in our minds too much. Like we like all try to become experts and be like, well, that's a you know, that's a two versus a fifteen or a four versus a fourteen versus a three. You know, oh, that's that's not going to happen. They're Division One athletes; anything can happen. Yep. So was, that's why I say get rid of the the seeding numbers. I mean, you can use the numbers to seed them, but don't tell the general public what what the seeding numbers were. When here's the thing, these, these teams that are, you know, the high seeds, you know, the 13s, the 14s, whatever, they got nothing to lose. Well, no, they nothing don't. to lose. You know, Iowa Hawkeyes playing, you know, playing Grand Canyon. Iowa Hawkeyes are supposed to win that game. Everybody knows they're supposed yep. to win that game. Grand Canyon comes in and says, Hey, if we get blown <laughs> out by 25, who cares? We were supposed to get blown out yep. by 25. So, you know, play loose, you know, launch up a three when you think you see it there. Like, you know, you're not going to disappoint anybody, you know. You're disappointing no one but yourself. Even your fans, you know, your biggest fan yeah. still kind of knows in his heart. Eh, <laughs> yeah. Probably not. But uh, but there's I, still that chance. There's there's two. I was telling Jeremy K today, there's two things in the world that are dangerous. Old ladies that don't need the money. <laughs> And teams that don't don't you know the underdog teams that are, are supposed to lose like They're wild cards the, yeah those are the dangerous ones like look back at the Miami Dolphins when they started doing the wildcat offense like they had nothing to lose like they weren't winning games like piss on it let's let's let our quarterback throw the ball around you know it's that's that's what happens yeah it, it really is I, you could take teams one through like you said one through eleven one through twelve and throw them in a hat and you just you don't know what the outcome is going to be when they play. Right. And you know, uh, to be honest with you, it would be cool to see a double-digit team 
make the finals and yep. I mean even win the thing. I mean the way Syracuse is playing and they always do this time of year. Right. I mean that's why you know they go by the records and all that stuff, but there's a lot of things that could happen throughout the season. I mean the team that's playing the best right now is the team that you know is always the most dangerous team. Right. When I mean has Tom Izzo not, you know, done this over and over and over and over at Michigan State? I mean right. this year obviously he didn't, but I mean He's, I mean, he's taken number nine seeds, you know, oh, yeah. uh, I mean, a long ways into the tournament. I mean, he just knows how to get the best out of his team at the right time. And, and hey, guys, I realize that this is a fishing podcast, but uh, we're, you know, we're going to talk a little basketball. And uh, we're in that transition yep, part, and that's yep, what's going on in yeah, the world let, right let's now. face it, there's not a ton going on in the fishing world. So, uh, uh, and don't get us wrong, we're not going to talk much longer about basketball. We're going to switch to wrestling right after this. How, how come, like, more colleges don't, like, you know, you have all these issues with mascot names now. Why isn't there more teams that are adopting fish names? Wouldn't well, that be kind of cool? Like University of Alabama, Chattanooga, Largemouth Bass or something? I'm <laughs> I'm in with that. I'm I'm absolutely in with that. If if you had a college, if you had a college in right here in Rock Rapids, Iowa, if Rock there was Rapids, if there Iowa. was a college, what would you name that mascot? Ooh. Um, well, it'd be the Rock Rapids, the University of Rock Rapids. Um, oh, come on. This is easier than you're making it out to be. I'm not going to say the Rockies because that'd be come easy. On, the Channel Cats. I was going to say, I was going to say the Flathead Cats. <laughs> flathead Cats, a little bit bigger, yep. a little bit more elusive. Yeah, a little bit more of a predator, predatory fish. I always thought it'd be cool to put a college down on the Iowa-Missouri border and call it I Miss You. <laughs> I miss you. That'd be fun. <laughs> like we could be you. the I miss you pen pals or something like that. <laughs> That'd be fun. Out of four. I bet Madison. you two picks Tyler Hicks would be he'd he would go back to college. He'd go back down. He'd go down to I miss you. I know he would. <laughs> yep. I don't know. Um Big Ten Big Ten isn't looking good and nope. I know the Big Ten is uh kinda uh you know, the conference that's up here in the upper Midwest, uh the the states that we try to kind of cover here and uh yeah, Ohio State's out, Illinois is out, Iowa's out, Michigan State's out, Rutgers out, uh, Michigan's playing as we're recording, so uh, they might be out by the time we get done. And then we got like Maryland out there on the East Coast that I don't know, they don't even belong in the Big Ten. No, I still so, don't uh, consider all that nope, Big Ten. Nope, they're uh, so yeah. They're, who knows? It, by the end of the day, everyone in the world's going to be talking about how overrated the Big Ten is and whatever. I, honestly, I mean, you'd love to say, ah, that's crap, but. Uh, we didn't exactly uh, no, show out. No, it's proven fact this year. We did show out on the wrestling mat, though. Yes, we did. How about Spencer Lee? Yeah, that was F kind of excuses. Crazy. Yep, excuses are for wusses. Yep, uh, wrestled to his third national championship. Probably would have been fourth if it hadn't been a COVID year last year. Uh, with no ACLs. Right. Let's talk. Let's talk about like the physical and mental toughness of wrestlers. It's crazy. It's crazy that national tournament. I don't think people realize how tough it is for those guys to like there too. Seedings don't right, mean crap right. because uh, look at the basketball. People complain they get like, oh, they play today. Now they get a day off, and then they play the next day. These wrestlers are wrestling like like the best in the world. Like match like, twice a day. Sometimes some of them wrestle. So I mean, it's just re it's just ridiculously crazy what their bodies go through in that short amount of time to be able to be crowned a national champion. So, Oh, for I sure. Mean, like there ain't a one of them that don't have a black eye and, oh, and you know, I mean, cuts on their and, cuts on their eyebrows and, uh, you, know, you know, every torn this torn that, I mean, there, there's some warriors out there. Did you see that with Stanford? I didn't realize that Stanford was dropping their wrestling program yeah, after this that, year. That, and that guy, that kid won the national title, and they were wearing just all-black singlets. All-black singlets, yep. that said Stanford on it. And and, and private donors and, and alumni right. and whatnot had actually, like, rounded up, like, 14 million yep. bucks. And uh, they figured that that would keep the wrestling program going for, I don't know what they said, for like, long freaking time. 30 years yep. or something like that. And uh, – did you know that there is, speaking of rankings, did you know that there is actual bass fishing rankings? Is there? Bassfan.com actually has rankings. Oh, I didn't realize that. No, neither did I. I stumbled upon it a while back. So, since you don't know, both MLF, FLW, Bassmaster, probably NPFL, who do you think is the top five? Uh, you know, I think I it rank? goes off of, yep, you know, I mean... 
I'm going to throw I'm, Jacob Wheeler has got to be in the top five. He is number one. He's number one. Um, Odd Defoe, is he up there? He's number five. All right. Uh, you are two for two. Uh, let's see here. Who else is going to be up there? Um, John Cox? John Cox is number seven. Ah, dang it. I figured he'd be up there. I'll just give you the whole top ten. You just just start rattling them off. Brandon Polinick. Is number three. It's number three. Ski Reese isn't up there anymore. Nope. Dustin Connell. Dustin Connell is 13. 13. Dang. Is Seth Fighter up there? Seth Fighter's number nine. Minnesota Seth. Is number nine. I'll, I'll just tell you the who top ten: Jacob Wheeler, Justin Lucas, Brandon oh, yeah. Polinick, Jordan Lee, Ott Defoe, Andy Morgan, John Cox, Patrick Walters, Seth Fighter, and Mark Daniels Jr. Stetson Blaylock, Jeff Gustafson, Dustin Connell, Corey Johnston. Um, yeah, huh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I I think it's really neat. Uh, you know, I I stumbled upon it here a while back. I don't even remember what the heck I was doing, and I was like, wow, that's you know and. I mean, you can tell that they're not—they're uh, not giving any favoritism towards you know. I mean, there's there's yeah. Bassmaster guys, there's MLF yep. guys, and and you know, I don't know. But I mean, can you imagine like a bracket event? You know, I was thinking about this. Can you imagine a fishing bracket event? And this doesn't need to be bass fishing. I mean, this could be anything. You know, a, a real bracket event. Say say we held it on Spirit Lake, and uh, you know we started off, and uh, you know in the round of sixty four. You get paired up against one other guy, yeah, and you got two hours to go yeah, out there and catch the fishing. single biggest fish. Not you know the right. single biggest fish. Yep. Bring it back in. We're gonna weigh that puppy and we're gonna let it go. And tomorrow, you go back out. You know, and and whoever you know, I mean, an actual bracketed event. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, ultimate, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, ultimate match fishing has like a bracket. They got turn. something like that. It's a bass fishing thing on TV where it's like you know like that they start off with rounds and you're head to head with a person out of the same boat you got a fish out of the back they get the front of the boat you know and then it switches after a period you flip the coin before the match to see who gets to control of the boat at the first quarter if you wanted the first and the third quarter or the second and fourth quarter and then there's like an invisible line across the boat like you can't land it's a penalty yep, if you land yep. fish there i mean it's it's a pretty cool thing but yeah I, that would be kind of cool especially like if you did something where you kind of took a bunch of formats and put them together and they didn't know what kind of fish that they were going for. Kind of like a 39 hours right, deal. Right, right. You know, it's like, just like all of a sudden it's like, you know, your biggest five bullheads. <laughs> it's just yeah, like, I yeah. mean, it would be kind of crazy just Absolutely. to see. Like, like see who's crowned, the best, like, best, best fishermen. Pure, raw yeah, fishermen, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yep. That would be kind of neat. Like, all of a sudden this round, yeah, this round, you're, you know, your your best walleyes. You yep. Know? And, I don't know. I, mean, I just. kind of cool. I, I'm. I really, you know, to to get a bunch of, you know, instead of an all day eight nine hour tournament, you know, even if it was a, a morning deal, you know, I mean, you, you're gonna take off at seven a.m., weigh in at nine thirty, and you know, then you won that one, okay? Then we're gonna, uh, you know, and, and say that's on a Friday, you, you know, you do Friday morning, you go back out on Friday evening, right. you do it on Saturday morning, you go back out on Saturday evening, and by Sunday evening, you could you know oh, yeah. crown a champion you know in a round like that you know of 64 and i i don't know i think it i think it'd be pretty sweet if 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 we were to do this if we were to do this would you want to know who you're up against or not no not until then not until no not in, like so that morning you know oh, you, you know, don't know who you're going against like, yeah uh i mean do you want to like before you know, like you know, in bass in like, bass fishing blast offs, you know, I mean, Colby Van Beek's over there and Chris Miller's over there and we're all BSing and we're just having fun or whatever. But if it's you versus one other guy and you know it's just one other guy, I mean, you know, blasting off on Spirit Lake and you know, it's a race over to Stony Point, you know, I mean right. you know it <laughs> I don't know, I just like I can picture grumpy old men, you know, like, you know, on my spot. <laughs> you know. I mean, I don't know. Do you wanna know or don't you? I think I'd want to know. You'd want to know? Would yeah. you? I Just, mean, if it was one-on-one, would you try to get, like, kind of intimidating? No. There's nothing intimidating about me. I couldn't get What if you started smoking cigs? <laughs> and I would start coughing and like, look like no, throwing no, up on the side of the boat. You'd take <gasps> a big old drag and blow it out of your nose. <laughs> <laughs> like, looking right at him. 
<laughs> blow it out of your nose. Like, no facial expression. Just, I don't know. I get a little freaked out. I don't know. I'm for that. Uh, no, I got one more for you, Matt. Uh, speaking of, you know, kind of tournament fishing and whatnot, uh, um, Rick Clun. Rick Clun. Rick oh, Clun this Rick Clun. year, uh, you know, largely considered one of the best uh, anglers of all time, you know, bass fishermen of all time. Uh, this year, I believe it was in the first tournament of the year, he uh, he elected not to weigh fish the one day. I think he only had one or two, knew that he wasn't, you know, it wasn't really going to make a big difference. And he elected to not weigh fish, which absolutely shot all the fantasy fishing people in the foot because oh, yeah. then you get a zero. Yeah. Uh, and now, from what I've heard, I, I did not watch the weigh-in, so I can't say for sure, but I've seen a couple posts about it on Facebook. He's not talking at the weigh-ins. Hmm. Just comes up there, weighs his fish, and walks off? Apparently. That's crazy. Now, I mean, let's be honest. Rick Clun, I, I get it. You came, you saw, you conquered. What's he right. got? Three, legend, four legend ba- Bassmaster sport. Classic, yeah. you know, victories. Uh, you know, even I think it was last year, the year before, maybe two years ago, he won an event. Every I once, mean, yep, he's always, every once in a while, he'll come in and do a great at an event. Yep, and, and I mean... You've got nothing to prove anymore. I get right. it. He's bass you know, fish from royalty. Yep. There's I no mean, doubt about it. He uh, he probably doesn't need the money anymore. But, I mean, he, he's sponsored by Bass Pro Shops, Nitro Boats, yep. uh, battle-tested battle battery, battery you know. um, uh, mercury motors. You know, even if you've not done good for the day, do you not owe it to your sponsors and your fans to get up there and say, you know, I don't care if you weigh your one fish and you get up there and you say, you know what, guys, I suck today. I sucked bad. But my nitro boat and my mercury motor got me down you the lake just fine. You still you know, got to get just, up there and I do couldn't, some I couldn't put myself in the right spot. Right. You still got to get up there and, you know, give a shout out to your sponsors. I mean, they're they're putting up that money, you know, so that you get up there. All these other guys are out there hustling and they're getting up there. They've had bad days, too. And they still get up there, and they still talk about their sponsors. They still talk about what their day went. I mean, like you said, and you owe it up to your you owe it to your fans. I mean, if you get up there as a grumpy old man every single time, pretty soon people are going to be like, "All right, it's time yeah, to piss go." Piss on you, Rick! It's like, time to go. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know what? If that's the way you're going to be, I mean, are you still hopefully. enjoying yourself? Right. I mean, if if it's if it's that bad, then why keep doing it? Right. Right. I mean, you know, you're obviously not giving it. You're all for your sponsors, so. In that sense, to me, you're kind of saying, I really don't need them anyways. Yeah. So at kind of... that point, you're saying, I really don't need the money. So why are you still here, Rick? You can go fun fish on your own. Right. It, well, and one thing that we've seen now with all these other, you know, besides bass with MLF, um, the National Professional Fishing League, all that stuff coming about, there's a lot of like young anglers out there that would would love to have that sponsor behind them. And what's to stop that sponsor from saying, you know what, you know, you've been good to us throughout the years and stuff like that, but you know, we want to go with this young guy that's gonna, that's excited, that's you know, that you know is sociable with the fans and everything. Because so. let's be honest, Rick, you're not killing it on YouTube. Well, no, I you're mean, not killing it on Facebook and Instagram. You got to keep yourself relevant somehow. Your one thing that you you know have is, is your weigh-ins, and right. you know, even you know, I mean. You know, you said it earlier, you know, you win with dignity, you lose with dignity. Rick Clun should be able to get up on the stage after a bad day and laugh at himself right. and say, God dang it, guys. Like, I just, I can't even, I, I could never figure it out today. You got nothing to prove. Right. right. You this, got nothing to prove. And he's been doing it long enough that I'm sure he's had a lot of bad days. Right. So what's another bad day? He's been, He's had more bad days than me and you have had good right. days combined. Oh, I know. And then, and he's still I, the one of the best. And look at Bernie Schultz. Bernie Schultz is an older guy. He still gets up there and you know reps his companies that he's sponsored by yeah. and has a positive attitude. I mean, yeah, it's tough. I mean, you've been out there for eight hours. You got your you're you're beat up. You don't. The last thing you want to do is that. But guess what? That's what your job is. Right. Right. That's you're, what you're in that profession for. You're considered a professional. Yep. So be a professional. Yep. Go out and catch them. And if you do. Great. If you don't, that sucks, but great. And, and you know, represent for your sponsors. And, you know, I mean, do it for yourself, Rick. I right. mean, you know, have some pride in yourself. Like like I said, you know, get up there and laugh and say, you know what, guys? Like, 
you know, back in 1981, I won a tournament yeah. on this body of water at the same exact time. And man, I went back down there today and they weren't there. Yeah. You know, who cares, man? Like who freaking cares? I don't know. Did you watch, did you watch the weigh-ins of? I didn't. I was watching it and uh, knew. You know, yeah. Oh yeah. Brian knew. Brian knew. He got up there and he just started talking. Oh yeah. He's a chatterbox right. man. Pretty soon. We should get him per, on the podcast. Pretty it. soon Mercer was like. Well, we're all going to be here tomorrow. Yeah, he go. He was like, "I really wish that I could be out there fishing tomorrow again and stuff because I think I got. So, I just figured something out, but I'm not going to make it." And you know, Mercer finally was just like, "Well, we all hope to be out there fishing tomorrow too, <laughs> but we're not going to if you keep talking." He's like, "Oh, sorry," because he was just going off on tan. Like he's talking and he's like, "You know, I got to think." You know, my mom and dad they came down. And, you know, my friend Daryl, he was that. You know, <laughs> your friend Daryl. I, I don't know if it was his friend. I can't remember what his name was. I but hope he's it like, was. Darryl. He's like, he's like, I come pulling up to this one spot right towards the end of way, and like with an hour and a half to go, and just kind of started fishing around the marina here. And all of a sudden, I looked over and I was like, "Is that Daryl? What's Daryl doing here? <laughs> Daryl, you came down." <laughs> so and it just your probation like, officer <laughs> let you out of the state. He's just kind of like randomly talking. He's not even talking about sponsors. And finally, Mercer's like, "All right, dude, we got to wrap this up because we got like forty more guys that got to weigh in." But you want to know what that is? That's a guy that's right. loving what and, he's doing. Right, and everybody loving what he's doing. Everybody was laughing. Everybody, and Mercer was too. You know, after oh, he, after sure. he said that, for as he sure. was walking off stage, he did the whole you know cover up the microphone, and they were had a laugh together. So yep. it, it's just fun, and that's the fun stuff to see. Instead of the guys that get up there and just like, and that's it, or don't even say anything. Walk up there, way they're fishing, go. Right. I mean, you know, Corey Sprangle and John Hoyer. You know, we've had John Hoyer on this on this show, and uh, I mean, just. He just he just loved to talk fishing. Oh yeah, you know I mean, you know I don't know I I don't know that Rick Clun's doing a ton of podcasts. I don't know that Rick Clun's putting himself out there. You know I don't know. I mean I I feel like Sprangle and John Hoyer and you know all these guys even on the walleye side like they're they're loving what they're doing. You know they they busting their ass. Yeah. You know to to keep living their dream and you know maybe you know maybe I, after you do it for so long you kind of forget like what you the know, struggle was yeah like. you know i mean th there there was you know 25 years ago or you know 35 years ago you'd have freaking sold your soul to you know be in the and, position that you're in now and but you forgot about it you forgot where you came from you forgot about and, i don't know and you hate to say it but when you start losing that then maybe it is time just to hang it up be done with it hang it up and you know, you know pass the torch two I two mean, years from now uh you know, I, I, I bet you, he, you know, two years from now when he's, you know, sitting down in, in Missouri somewhere, you know, on Lake of the Ozarks or whatever, you know, he might look back and been like, you know what, I kind of, I yeah. kind of took that for granted. You know, I kind of forgot how, you know, I forgot, I don't know. What it was about, why I started doing it and everything yeah. like that. I mean, because these dudes hustled to get, to get to where they're at and they put a lot of hard work in and it's just like, you know, you know, after it, once it becomes work and it's no more fun maybe it's time to be done but you know what what are they axing the bottom 10 somewhere this year 10 is gonna be there oh yeah he's gonna be there and guess what it'd be really interesting when when the chopping box starts happening if them two two or one fish that he threw out right would have made the dang yeah, difference oh yeah there's no doubt about that i mean you know think about that for a second you know if if he starts straightening out his his year those those fish could mean the difference of making or missing the classic right that's a free ten thousand bucks <laughs> i don't know no it's seth just... fighter seth fighter's uh number two in angler of the year right now yep he's so, up there yep hopefully he continues to be having a, he, when they talked to him at weigh-ins today too they were talking about that and he's like oh, there's a lot of season to go oh yeah for sure for he sure. goes he goes if it's the last tournament of the year and i'm up here talking about it then that's good but he's like <laughs> Well, you gotta he be. Goes, you gotta still be. Still gotta catch him. He says, gotta catch him every day. You're out there. Yep, but uh, I'd rather be in second place right now than 23rd right now if oh, I'm yeah. looking to be the angler of the year. So for sure. Yeah, whatever. Jeremy Clausen having another freaking bang up oh, tournament yeah. and freaking moron. <clears throat> yeah, I got two in the top ten yet that are fishing tomorrow. Do you? So I I don't know if I've got two. I could very I could very well possibly even have. Three. You might have three. You have Dollar Bill Lowen, right? He's no, little, I didn't pick. You didn't? I didn't pick I figure you would. He is. He's leading it right now. Tied. Tied. Oh, tied. But uh, Dollar Bill is my dog. I got Polinick. So do uh, I. Buddy Gross. I got Brock Mosley. Do you really? Mm-hmm. Moron. And did Straysner? He didn't make the He top didn't make 10, it. I don't okay. think. 
Daryl Gleason, he didn't even catch a dang fish on the first day. Neither did Kelly J, and I had him. Oh, good. Yeah. And I don't feel as bad. Then he had a good second day, but it's just like, that eh, a little too late. So well, did Gleason, I think. Yeah, Gleason had like 19 pounds the second day. It's like, how the... F- I, you know, I, I don't want to be the one to say it, but if you're an elite series angler... Or, you know, I mean, uh, you know, if you're a professional walleye fisherman, you know, on the NWT, shouldn't you be able to at least catch one fish in a day? You think so, but, you know, after a certain part of your day, I think sometimes those guys kind of go into scramble mode or they just spin out. You know, it's that's the great thing about fishing is sometimes it just doesn't happen. I don't care if you're a professional. I mean, and anybody, you could go out there in your boat one day and all of a sudden just crack them and come in with a most big, days most I just days crack but yeah but come in with like a huge bag and this other guy just just didn't catch him yep i mean it, it is a humbling thing about it i mean you think about you know some days there's nba basketball players that score a lot of points and they just didn't score they just couldn't right. hit nothing would go in i mean yep. it, it happens in all sports yep you know like i in my mind you know and, and i've fished i don't know maybe five six seven bass tournaments in my whole entire life and uh i've weighed a fish at every single one mm-hmm. but um you know at sometimes i'm like you know what the heck because like i feel like when me and you go out we don't ever get skunked we don't ever but, get skunked right but there's no size limit you know i mean we're not keeping something for a weigh in oh, right you yeah. know when we're just going out and fun fishing and and let's be honest like me and you have gone out walleye fishing and the walleyes ain't biting, and all of a sudden it turns into a bluegill trip. Yep. You know we've been go- we've gone out for bluegill, and all of a sudden you catch a a bass, and a bluegill trip turns into a bass trip. Yep. You know, I mean we've been out going for crappies, and you catch a walleye, and all of a sudden the crappie trip. You know, and so yeah. it you know it's it's not exactly fair to compare. You know when you know we can catch whatever. We're not keeping anything, so there's no size limit. I mean, you know, we can go out and catch 12-inch bass all day long and, well, whatever. I mean, we're not getting skunked. Well, what if uh, on that fishery they got to be 14 inches for you to, you know, weigh them, and and then all of a sudden it makes a big world of difference. So, you know, me and Jeremy talked about that. You know, he said, well, you know, maybe they're catching 100 fish, but every single one's a quarter-inch small. So, Well, you know, listen to some of those guys. And there's Jeremy's wisdom just coming through. You know, Pipkins today, he caught six fish. Six fish. Well, and that's weighed, all you need. Right, and he weighed 23 pounds. Yeah. And another guy got up there. I think it was Patrick Walters, and he got up there, and he's like, dude, I was just catching the heck out of fish. He he caught – he said, I had to catch 35 fish at least today. He goes, I was calling all these – he had like 20-some pounds. He's like, I was calling all these cookie cutters. He called these, these four or five-pound <laughs> bass all cookie cutters. So, I mean, it's just crazy. Then, you know, that big of a fishery. How cool was it? How cool was this live? Like – watching these guys up in underneath oh that my dam. god this is, this is like full that contact, tail race right like, it's you, crazy who was it steve kennedy like was up there and like oh, yeah. his, his trolling motor like slammed into a rock or something yeah. he's like going around and and you know like he's his eyes are wide you know like holy moly he about <laughs> fell off his boat boom hook set and, yeah. like it's like oh my god i mean like, these guys are there's a reason why people are always like don't buy a tournament angler's fishing boat because you they like, get the best beat out of them. I mean, you cannot tell me that there's a guy that's going out with the same trolling motor. You know, I right? Mean, like, I mean, you're at least changing blades tonight. Like, they're they're going to be busy because we wrecked some lower units today. We wrecked some <laughs> trolling motors, and I think we put some scratches on the bottom of some nice boats. One of the guys was talking about how his battery went out on him, and he came in and got it changed, and went out there. And the other one lasted for like 30 seconds, he said, and it was done. <laughs> so he's like, there was nothing I could do. He's like, I came back by the weigh-in area, and I caught one more bass. He's like, I'm thankful for that. He had three bass on the day. But he goes, there's no way I could stay out there without a trolling motor. And watching right. those lives, yeah, in that current and stuff. So Yep. Okay. It's it's Monday right now. Monday. Championship Tuesday tomorrow. Yep. Who's the money on? My money? I am going to go with um, Corey Johnston. I I Corey think Johnson. you're right. I think you're he right. He had a 25-pound bag today, and he said he thinks he got him figured out. I, I think, think you're right. He's gonna. I you know I I yesterday I was gonna you know last time uh, I I sent out the text message and said you heard it here first. Was it Brian New? 
Yep. Yeah, Brian knew he was going to take this one home. And, you know, he was just trending in the right direction while everyone else was trending down. Yesterday, I was going to send out the text message. You heard it here first, Bill Lowen. And today he just he didn't ha- quite have the same. I think Pipkins is going to fall off because, like you said, he only caught six. You know, I think his fish are running out. I think Johnston's on him. You know, I don't think if, if he caught 25 today, when I saw earlier, I think he was fishing a ways offshore. Mm-hmm. And so I think his fish are going to be there. Pipkins fish. Corey Johnston wanted to be where Pipkins was. Right. They were all kind of him and yep. Polinick. They were all fishing kind of. Yep. The general same I area. think, uh, I think, uh, I think Corey Johnston's going to get him tomorrow. I'd like to say Bill Lowen's going to get him, but I'm, I'm real good with either if, of those. I don't know if Bill Lowen's ever won a, he hasn't he yeah. hasn't i, I mean there's cory right but i would love to see i'd love to see bill win it oh you ain't a kidding me he just there's no better dude how cool is it that at every tournament he gives out a free he buys a kid a bass, bass membership. membership yeah that's just so cool he did it like at the way in the day he's like hey you right there you yep. find my wife after this and we're gonna get you I, I, he's just he's, he's a good he's ambassador a good, for yep. the sport and see, just i think see, there's, all there's there's a good dude that he's getting up there. Yeah, yep. it's easy. don't get me wrong. It's easy when you're leading the tournament to get up there and be he all He does humble, it every time. But he does. Every he time. It doesn't matter if he catches a bunch or if he doesn't yep. catch any. He's up there and just always humble. Like you know that. what his nickname is? Dollar Bill. No, 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 no. Like, if if you're his buddy, like you're back home in Indiana with Bill Lowen. What is it? You know what his buddy's calling? Come on. Get, think one up. Think one up. Take a look at him. I'd say Billy Bob. but No, 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 no. It's a, it's a, it's a critter. It's a critter. Oh, it's a, it, I, it's an, an it's an armadillo, it, is it? Nope. Nope. But you're close. You're close. Really? With the armadillo. What, what, what distinguishing feature does an armadillo have that also another member of the animal kingdom what has? Is it turtle? Turtle. That's it. <laughs> yeah. They call him turtle. That's say. so awesome. <laughs> I love it. He does look like it now. Yep. He does kind of resemble a turtle. Yep. No, they call him turtles. And God dang it, I just I saw that and I'm like, man, that is good. That's good old fashioned clean family. That's fun. exactly so right. I That's like having it. a good time with your buddies and your buddies giving you a nickname. Yep. God dang it, I hope he wins it. If he does, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I hope he does. I don't know if Pipkins is one though bass like a elite tournament either i don't like chad pipkins i don't mind him but i, I think i would rather chad see pipkins is a good guy i'd like, rather see i'd rather see bill lowen or Corey johnson right. i don't or, think i trust chad pipkins because he doesn't wear a hat right. he had one on today i noticed that but and not he at, started doing good right not at figure that so. out figure that out he's got that salon sponsor so right. i don't know if that's why he does it but like i don't know like there, there's see, no reason for me not to like Chad Pipkins. I like. I bet you if I sat down and had a cup of coffee with him, I'd think this guy's the coolest guy in the whole entire world. But for some reason, I just – I think he think burned me one time on fantasy fishing. Oh, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. There's, him. there's some dudes, too, that it's Darryl just like – Daryl Gleason, he's done. Like, he is done with me. <laughs> there's, there's some dude. Do you, you suppose that they ever go to a tournament and they're like a fan comes up to him and be like, dude, I would have won fantasy fishing in my league the other day, but you screwed it up. Thanks a lot. I, could, I feel like finger. I could. I feel like I could say that to Daryl Gleason right now. Like, if you would have at least just caught three freaking fish on day one, well, I wouldn't be in this pickle right now. And now I'm like down in 17th place or something like that. A hair salon sponsorship. That's one thing I never have. <laughs> <laughs> you you'd you'd like to, but it just yeah, it just ain't into. Nope. I, they wouldn't take me seriously if I walked in there and asked for a sponsorship. Yeah. I'm in 11th place. I'm in 11th. You are in 15th. I'm just kind of hovering around that point. I just can't put together a real good tournament. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. All right, Matt, moving right along. We've talked enough about uh, tournament bass fishing, tournament walleye fishing, tournament fishing, period. Uh, It's officially springtime. I think that we can go right out on a limb and say it's officially springtime. I know... uh, you said you believe that uh, the Okaboji chain should be, uh, well, I mean, at least pro- probably Spirit and uh, East Okaboji should be ice-free by this weekend, maybe I even think, West. I don't know what and, what the situation is there. And I'm going to throw a curveball in there. That's my good news story of the week, is that the ice is probably going to be off the lakes this weekend around here. I'm sorry that I brought it up. No, no, I was going to actually do it earlier, but okay. I was going to throw you for a curveball. So right there's my curve thrown at it the in end there. of the at the end of the show. Don't hold Matt to a good news story because his good it. news story came in the middle. It was such good news that he felt. You know what? 
can't wait. I can't wait. wait till the end of the they show. Can't wait. I believe that. I so, believe that. Yeah, ice is coming off the lake. Actually, uh, Nick Clatt was over on Silver Lake the other day. What? Yeah, had the boat out there. He had to he, he dodge <laughs> some icebergs. Yeah, he had the whole ice flow. He was. I think he put in on one ramp and all of a sudden realized that the wind was coming up and that that ice was going to block the ramp if he didn't get back there and change spots. So I don't think he had any success, but he was out there in the boat. So More that's than a we good can sign. say, right? That's a good sign. I talked to somebody over there again today that said the upper end of East Lake was opening up and just some ice chunks floating around out there. So, yeah, it's hopefully, you know, if we get the rain that we're supposed to do the next few days and it's supposed to be windy again. Right. Oh, I yeah. Mean, I saw a lot of right up. I saw a lot of lakes in southwest Minnesota that are open now. So yep. a lot of over by Fairmont. So, yeah, it's it's here. Yep. Are you uh, you got anything that uh, you're you're getting for the spring? I mean, any new? Uh... Uh, you know, like I we've talked about this before. I've really eased back on buying new like lures and stuff like that yep. just sticking with what i've had success with and not trying to have too much stuff uh i put new batteries in the boat actually bought them today gotta put them in there and get them all hooked up did you because f- i was in need of them so did they give you any vaseline <laughs> no 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 vaseline but holy buckets you know it kind of puts a that dent in some of the it's other like getting thing. throat chopped it is it's just like oh batteries throat place. chopped and kicked in the nuts at the same time but it's one of those things that you gotta have i mean right. i gotta have them to run the boat so i think they say you gotta pay to play that's exactly right that's a load of crap <laughs> that is a load i didn't go i didn't go crazy i didn't do anything like lithium or anything wild like that i just went with this standard you know deep cell batteries deep cycle batteries and stuff like that so delcos yep I the just, old Delco. Then I just, I went up, I had 27 interstate size 27s in there, but I went up to 31s just to give me a little bit more time out there. Um, yeah, so that's the one thing I've done. I've talked about, I've thrown around the maybe getting a new graph, but I'm going to have to save up a little bit here. And I mean, I guess I could take Uncle Sam's money that he gave me and put it towards that. Oh, say. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> The old that's the American thing to do. Biden boat fund. <laughs> yep. So, I don't know. That's that's probably about all I got. Uh, I might need to replace one rod that broke at the end of the year last year. But other than that, God dang it! What about yourself? I got to get over to the outlet store over there in Spirit Lake and see if they've got any good deals on any rods. Well, my Biden boat fund is paying off my wife's minivan. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's doing. So, uh, nope. Uh, I uh, I got a new rain suit. I got uh, the. Uh, blackfish torrent rain suit yeah it's sharp um, looking suit. yeah yep i like it uh um pretty excited about that and you know i i think i think one of the things that people don't you know maybe fail to realize is the fact that it don't have to be raining to wear that you know <laughs> exactly I mean, right you know it's 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 a good wind block you yep. know i mean it's it's just a it's a nice deal to you know throw on those bibs you know, me and you go out here, you know, in, in two weeks and, you know, say we get out there halfway early in the morning and it's, you know, 45 degrees in the morning. It's pretty nipply, guys. Yep. You know, throw throw that rain suit on and, uh, you know, by the time it hits 10 o'clock and the sun starts coming up and you hit, you know, 70 degrees, hey, no problem. Take, yep. you know, and and I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not, you know, I, I personally, I, I wear blackfish. You know, I'm, I know Stryker's got some spectacular stuff. Sims has got some spectacular stuff. You know, the cheap brands, you know, I mean, the the frog togs, you know, whatever. But uh, I I don't know. They, they pack, you know, I mean, you can fold them up, you know, throw them up in a compartment. And, you know, I mean, especially to go on a fishing trip or, you know, uh, you know even just a day. If, if there's even a remote chance that it's possibly going to rain, you get stuck on one side of the lake and you need to, you know, oh, yeah. it's like, oh boy. I mean, we've had that. Oh, we yep. went up to South Dakota one time and, uh, you know, it was like, oh no, man. You know, I mean, we knew that there were some storms in the area. We got out there on the lake and it was like, no, that thing's going to miss us. And all of a sudden, like it's on like, the other side of the lake, it's like, oh boy. Oh, <laughs> it's going to hit no. us. Yep. And I, I made the mistake of waiting until it started raining yep. to throw my rain suit on. And then all you're doing is just trapping that inside. Yep. Like that was, that was a mess. That, that was, was a good down, old fashioned wet mess. <laughs> yeah, that was so dumb. So yeah, I, I think one of my goals this year is to be a little bit more organized in my boat as far as like <laughs> compartments go. So I'm. You're I, already organized. Like my boat is a freaking <laughs> trash bin. Well, I just want to be like you know, 
be able to take things out easily. Like if I have like, instead of having like some planer boards that I never use laying around the rod holders, I want to put them in like a container. So if I'm not going to, if I don't plan on walleye fishing that day, I don't have to put them in the boat. Uh, I bought some new boxes for some of my, some new Plano boxes for some of my stuff. I'm going to go on Amazon. I'm going to order a bunch of uh, zipper bags. Okay. Like yep. you see, like all these companies have like a yep. money bag, like Mega Bass or um, Bass Mafia has and all this stuff. And you can get those on Amazon for like 30 of those for like 12 bucks or 15 bucks. I can't bucks. beat that. And they're the exact same thing as the other things without the name on them so. right right so i just you know i keep them in ziploc bags now but we all know ziploc bags sometimes they don't hold the seal and stuff so yep you know you had told me to i i had i had adopted it from you you know uh you know all your worms and you know what yeah. go in one and all your swim baits go in another and blah 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 and uh so i had done that on the side of my boat and like you say, you know, they, they don't hold their seal, you know, one of the seams splits yep. or whatever, and pretty soon you got stuff everywhere. <laughs> it just, yeah, you know, to, to get a little bit higher quality uh, bag is, is probably money well spent. Well, and just like just having it so they're waterproof, you know, like when that seal does break a little bit on those lip lock bags, you get a little moisture in there and you just got yourself a mess. So, yep, yeah, that's what I, I just kind of little things like that, nothing too crazy and too wild yet yep no i think i am gonna you know i'll place an order for a little bit of tackle you know i'm not gonna go crazy but uh you know some of that stuff you know the tried and true stuff that i know i'm gonna use a lot of uh you know my, my favorite baits i'll probably uh kind of try to stock up a little bit because I, i've always kind of been a guy you know when you stop into the bait shop you know you grab four of them and you know whatever you know maybe the best bet is just to buy 20 of them right here right yep. now because, you know, when, I, when I've gone online, I've, I've been able to find them. You know, when I've been in the bait shops, I've been able to find them. But that could change, you know, by July. You yeah, know, we, Just like last year. I mean, we've seen the tackle shortage now, and, and uh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get caught in July with my pants around my legs. So, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe the best bet is to just buy some now, get it out of the way, and, uh, you know, not really worry about it for the rest of the year. It just sucks, you know, like. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love spending a hundred dollars on tackle, but you know, I mean, it's a lot easier to spend, you know, forty dollars here, seventy dollars there, yeah. you know, twenty one dollars there, instead of dropping two hundred and fifty bucks. That's what. That's one thing I've been doing pretty good at this year. Dropping big, do, dropping big bills. Just dropping them. Just just making drop. it rain. Oh my god. No, no. You know, save some for the rest of us. You know, that was my thing. You know. Like with these Plano boxes, I would just buy like a couple every time that I happen to be at Shields yep, or something yep. like that. So it was only like a $20 bill or, you know, something like that. It hurts less. Yeah. So then all since, like you said, you don't go in there at that preseason sale and you go in and you're, you think you're getting like this great deal and you get up there and you're still spending two to $300 and it's kind of like, Ugh. you know, I wish I would have just bought it gradually, you know, always checking the clearance rack, rack all, all winter long and being like, well, oh, you know. I was up at Fleet Farm this winter the one day, and they had a bunch of Berkeley Maxent Generals for $2 a package. I mean, and they're normally 7 bucks. So it's just like... Get them. I just cleared the rack off. I yep. mean, same way, you know, like you said, there's a few... Those baits that you really like, when you're there, remember there's times when they're not there. So if they're filled up, don't be afraid to grab a couple extra packages. I mean... Right. Because you can go through them pretty fast. And if anything, like you said, if you don't want them all in your boat... You can have two or three bags at a time. If you use a bag up during the day, just make sure you re replenish that before you go out the next time. Yep. And let's be honest. I mean, you come home on a Saturday afternoon and the wife's seen you spent 17 bucks. She's like, hey, what'd oh, you spend yeah. 17 bucks on? You say, fish and tackle. She says, oh, all right. All of a sudden you go out one time and you drop freaking $120 and she's like, hey, what the, f did yeah. you spend 120 bucks on? And- then you say, <laughs> "I got, I got these, I got these seven lures right here." Matt's, for Matt's card got declined. Yeah, so, so I he, had to, yeah, I had to help him he's out. He's paying me back cash to, uh, tomorrow. Yeah, he's, he's paying me back cash tomorrow. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, they're, they're his. I mean, I'm just storing them in the garage for him because he didn't have room over his garage and that type of stuff. <laughs> 
We, we got joint custody of our fishing and tackle. <laughs> Have you ever made a big, big, big purchase, like fishing-wise, and not told Emily and she found out about it? No. No? Mm-mm. I bought a boat once. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thank God my wife don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, I bought I bought a boat once. And <laughs> we had talked about this. Oh God, oh, man. she was freaking pissed. <laughs> yeah, those things happen. <laughs> but she got over it. We're still married. <laughs> yep. So moving right along. <laughs> Speaking Moving right along. Yeah, speaking of boats. But if, you, if you're looking into buying a brand new boat this year, you better have gotten it ordered now or yeah. you're going to be waiting. What the flip, Kip? Yeah. They, I saw I saw a guy on Facebook that had wrote something about waiting until next year to, uh, to get his boat now because they, like, quit production. Yeah. Like, they started making 2021 boats and they quit production now. And so if you didn't have yours on order... You know, they're going to be getting some, but I like, you know, what the heck is going like pickups are the same way right now. Yeah. Like they say, if you actually like want to order a pickup, like you ain't going to get it for like a year and a half or something. But That's you know, crazy. if you just pick one up off the lot, like what? Yeah, it's, it's nuts. I got a buddy that he ordered a brand new boat. He's waiting on the boat. The boat's built and done. They're just waiting on the trailer. <laughs> so I guess, Unbelievable. Uh, I guess that uh, one of the trailer builders up there is a couple hundred boats, be- or a couple hundred trailers behind the boats. So they're waiting on boat or waiting on trailers to put these boats on so they can get them out to the dealerships and to the people. Like, that would did sting. they, did they would get sting. them? I mean, did they get. Uh, I don't know if there was like a steel shortage or something. Oh, like there that. is. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, you think I, about I don't it, know how much of an actual stuff. shortage there is, but the price freaking went through right. the window and so if they happen to hold off and lead times yeah i mean it is the the lead times are out there so i don't know if that i mean you're you're very well that could be it i don't know if this manufacturer is in minnesota maybe they actually yeah. had to shut down their that plant for a while too, and, yeah you know i mean you shut down your plant for three months that's a lot of damn trailers it is i mean when your specialty is building trailers three yeah. months worth of, of production is a lot of damn trailers so god dang it i mean it just you know, how long do the ripple effects last? Yeah, that, we're going to feel it for a long time. Oh, my gosh. That's why I, I just can't. can a guy just go fishing? Right. That's why I can't just wait just to be done with everything. Yeah, no just doubt about it. Go back to the days where you don't have to feel bad about talking to somebody at the ramp and having to stay. I don't feel 20. bad. Neither do I. I don't feel bad one bit. Neither do I. So yeah, get that stuff. If you hopefully, if you ordered a new boat this year, maybe you're the one of the lucky ones that's got it and are able to get it out right away. I need to get a new boat. Everybody needs to get a new boat. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about a stimulus plan? You want to stimulate the yeah. economy? Buy everybody you a boat. Get, you get somebody a seventy thousand dollar boat. You know how much money they'll spend in tackle? <laughs> yeah. You know how much money they'll spend in rods? That's a real stimulus plan. <laughs> yeah. You want to stimulate the economy? You. I mean, we're gonna buy gas. We're gonna buy snacks. We're. I mean, me and you aren't, but there's gonna be guys that buy. Hey. I mean, Anheuser Busch is gonna have a beer <laughs> shortage if you buy everybody a boat. They need it. Maybe they they can start with us. Yeah, see, test it. I mean, test it. Buy you know, each a new boat. Yep, a real concentrated uh, test, uh, you know, experiment. I I yep. like that. I like yep. that a lot. And then we'll run them, and we'll try to stimulate the economy. We'll take people out if they want us to do that. Yeah. So that the, once, they, they, once. So then they want to go out and buy a boat. Yeah, I'm gonna so. bring. I'm gonna bring my friends out. Yep. Not, Same. Not anyone. No. Not anyone else. None of the dirt bags. None of the dirt bags. I'll, I'll you know, what? I'll give a dirt yeah, bag. Yeah, yeah, dirt bag, <laughs> a dirt yeah. bag ride. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what that means in your vocabulary. <laughs> I don't even want to know. I don't want, it sounds yeah. like you're gonna have a divorce. Well, down in down in you know over there in kind of central Iowa, who knows what it means? Where two pick six lives? I wasn't gonna say it, but uh, I think that's Rudd, Iowa. <laughs> Rudd, Iowa. Two pick six. Yeah. Um. Do, 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 do. Should we get on some lake names? Lake names. Yep. Yep. Lake names. Let's Surprise hear Surprise lake names. All right. I got to cover these up this week's. These are pretty easy. One came from Scott Mockentoon. Of course it did. The yeah, first one did. Of course it did. 
local lake actually and then uh three of them came it's up from top. yep okay three of them three of them actually came from two picks hicks too so. two picks hicks did yep he, he, this was he a setup. Me, this no, was a sent, setup. He sent me a message and said, "Hey, try to get at these ones. I think they're pretty easy." So, okay. This one is. This one is kind of a, here. This one's a here in Southwest Minnesota. Okay, so we got S H A O K O T A N. I'm gonna call it Shalkatan. 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 Yeah, I was close. Yep, you were. I was, I was dang close. Yep. All right, number two. Oh, jeez. Lake W I N N I B I G O S C S. Okay, we're gonna back backspace a couple times. S H I S H. Winnebagashish. Winnebagashish. I, I didn't. I didn't realize it, that there was an ish at the end. I right. just thought it was a Winnebagash. Right. That's just Winnebagashish. Yeah. Everybody just called it like Winnie. So <laughs> that's easier. Think about if they would do the crooked letter, crooked letter I, crooked letter I. <laughs> Holy moly, Winnebagashish. I mean, I wonder is there a like if if you were a kindergartner and you were going to the Winnebagashish school, like. <laughs> I mean, you're going to be 10 days into kindergarten before you can even write the name of your dang school. Right. Well, that's a Minnesota problem. That is a Minnesota problem. Oh, boy. Here we go. O-C-O-N-O-M-O-W-O-C. It's not Orinoco Flow. It's not Orinoco Flow by Enya. It's Okonomowoc. Okanomawak. Yep, that's right. Is it? Yep. <laughs> Okanomawak. Number four. They might say Mahawak or something. C-H-E-T-E-K. Is that Shetek? Yep. Shetek? Yep. Lake Shetek? Not this one down here. This one down here is S-H-E-T. It is. This one is, I thought maybe with the you thought C-H. You thought I was going to say Chetek. Yep. Chetek. I didn't, think, I thought about I didn't it. think you were going to. Two picks Hicks thought you were going to. Two picks Hicks, you're gonna have to wake up a little earlier in the morning to pull one by me. He, he has trouble spelling Hicks, so. I O L A Lake, Iola Lake. Uh, I gotta remember this one because that's not what it is. Eola. Oila. Oila Lake. Oila, Craig Oila. Craig Oila Lake. Craig Oila, take him to the docks. Ah, that's a bad impression. <laughs> Oila Lake. Isn't isn't that just what uh, Pactola is called? Oila Lake, yeah. Oila Lake. <laughs> We've officially renamed it due to... I'm not going to go down that road. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. You know what I could go for with this nice weather coming down the pipe? A Pactola paddle. From Pactola, Pactola Pines, You talk Marina. about them all the time, but I never have ever been able to experience one of those. I think we're going to have a Pactola paddle eating contest one of these times when we get out there. It's kind of like a dilly bar at Dairy Queen, but... Yeah. Uh, no, but as big no, as your face? They are big. They are not as big as my face, maybe as big as your face, but... I got a big face. Oh, it's... It's... Iola. Iola. Yep. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, I, I was on it. Was, it. Come on, it Hicks. Earlier, it was... Something different, but anyways, yeah. Oila. All right. Most popular Minnesota lake name. Yeah. What's the most popular Minnesota lake name? Well, in South Dakota, it's for sure Dry Lake because there's Dry Lake 1, 2, 3, 4, (laughs) 5, A, B, C, and D. No, they're just Dry 1, Dry 1, Dry 1, and Dry 2, and there's like Yeah, by Willow Lake, Dry (laughs) 1. By Clark, by, by Clark, <laughs> by Dry, by that's Clear north Lake. of Ponset, Dry, that's, yeah, because all the other names were taken, because, right. I mean, because there was already a Winnipeg. Because at one time they were dry, so. <laughs> yeah, there was already a Winnipeg, so, you know, oh, man, the name's already taken. Let's let's go with Dry again. Um, most popular Minnesota lake name, I'm going to say Clear Lake. Nope. Long. Long Lake. Yep. Long Lake. 27 Long Lakes. In 27 this. Long Lakes? Yep. Holy moly. I guess when you got 10,000 lakes, I mean, you're going to truly run. A, I mean, you or use, Eventually, you're going to have to start calling them and be like, 
Well, they're they're way down there in southwest Minnesota, so we'll yeah, just call that one. They'll long. never they, know. They won't. They'll never know about this one. This was before internet when they yeah. were naming these. So I mean, you know, I mean, at that point, it was like, who's going to look at the State Farm Road Atlas? <laughs> <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Can you believe there's a long lake down by Jackson, Minnesota, and one all the way up by Ely? <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought it? Same way with Round Lake. People are like, oh yeah, I caught them at Round Lake. Really? You're from Bemidji and you're catching them at Round Lake? Because we were down here by Worthington catching them at Round Lake. See, I think it all started with a with a. It probably all started started with a blotched uh, fishing story. Oh yeah. You know, you they probably tried gar holing somebody, <laughs> like you know, somebody at the bar overheard them over a can of hams, over a can of grain belt probably, or yeah. spotted cow. Right. And uh, only you know, yeah. Only spotted the best. cow is in Wisconsin. Yeah, well, I mean, this happened probably in Wisconsin too. Right. But uh, you know, somebody's like, you know, hey, I heard that they were catching bullheads over there on Long Lake, and then Long Lake. They, you yeah, Long Lake. You say, all right, I'm going to Long Lake. Yep. I think that's this one. It looks long. Yeah. Well, that's what lake. happened. You probably looked at a the 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 atlas, and it was like, oh, that's a pretty long lake there. Yeah, that's got to be the one. Yeah. You said it was long. No, longer lake. <laughs> Oh, I went the longest lake. <laughs> That'd be funny if they did that. Yeah, I wonder what the longest long lake is. The longest lake? The longest long lake. <laughs> I don't know. Or the shortest long lake. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be... If if we're going to figure this out, and then I'm probably going to personally pay for a sign to go up there. You know, there's a lot of big lakes. Like Big lake? Yeah. Big, big stone. Lake. Big sand. But big lake, too. Just called big lake? Yep. Big lake. What's the smallest big lake? What's the biggest big lake? Hey, what's I mean, the round, like round lake? It's not round. How can you call it round? Round it's lake round-ish. by Worthington isn't? It's roundish. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, all, the one all by, of them are. Everyone in southwest Minnesota is. Just flat round. round. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Good no, news story. Good. good news story. You don't need a good news story. I already did mine. You did yours at 30 minutes in. So my good news story is going to be none other than uh, a guy by the name of, hold on. This is going to go out to a guy by the name of Dan Stecker of Mandawak, Wisconsin. Uh, Dan drew himself a 2021 bear tag for Zone C. Zone C. So 75-year-old Dan Stecker did what any regular 75-year-old in uh, Mandawak, Wisconsin would do. He went to some gas stations with a real nice handwritten note and put it up on the boards, like, oh, yeah. you know, by the bathrooms or whatever, or by the front doors, and it says, help. I have drawn a 2021 bear tag for Zone C and need help putting together the hunt. If you have property and can bait, retrieve, if I should be so lucky as to get one, etc. I am 75 years old and need help. Thank you for your for considering Dan. And then his number. And a guy by the name of James Miller was in that gas station and saw it and was like, well, that's freaking awesome. So he posted it on Facebook and like within a few hours had like a thousand some shares. They interviewed Dan Stecker and... He, uh, he, he has a notebook, like five pages full of guys that have reached out to him with property that are willing to bait, that are willing to help him That's out, awesome. whatever. I mean, he even went as far as to say that he kind of wanted it like Southeast of this town. So it was a little bit easier for him to get to and whatnot. And I guess he's just having people come out of the woodworks, you know, willing to help him out. And I don't know. It just, that is good stuff in a war in a world full of crap. You know, there's a lot right. of good people and you know, I mean, a lot of just, negativity and that's some positivity. Yeah, that. exactly. And I mean, it just, I don't know. I, I I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of listening along on this, you know, hopefully kind of following along on this story uh, through Facebook or whatever. And, uh, kind of interested to see if our boy Dan, uh, at 75 years old puts together a bear hunt and, uh, gets one bag. Heck yeah. So, uh, I don't know. That's my good news story of the uh, of the week, and uh, yeah, I think that's yeah. all we got. That's all I got. All right, we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Hey, time out. I never did draw for a t-shirt, so if you happening to listen one hour in, you're still listening now. Uh, send off an email. That's right. Uh, 
Send off an email, dirtbags to Midwest Angler, the number one, midwestangler1 at gmail.com, and you'll be entered. Well, I've, I've had a lot of people uh, reach out, so uh, thank you to all those who have. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sometime this week we'll do it. Yep. Next episode we'll, uh, we'll announce a winner. and Some of you looking fly. If Bill Lowen wins, I might just give away another damn t-shirt. Might give one to Bill. Send one to Bill. That's what I'm talking about. All right. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Later.